Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I want to talk about the offensive line position, one of the most key positions on the entire team, and the 49ers have some decisions that they're going to have to make along that offensive line. And As you can see from the thumbnail, the 49ers have some pretty pivotal decisions to make, including starting offensive lineman, right tackle Mike McGlinchey, center Jake Brendel, you know, rotational starter, uh, Daniel Brunskill, and you know it wasn't too far along 2021 that Daniel Brunskill was your right guard starting uh, player the entire season. He's a guy that stayed primarily healthy, had a little bit of problems to start the season, but he was also the backup to Jake Brendel. So the 49ers have some decisions that need to be made, and you know it's one of those things where the 49ers always are looking to potentially save some money uh, because that's what you have to do, right? I mean, you have to try to save money and make sure that you can still put together the best roster. Uh, and that's where it comes with Mike McGlinchey. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, it, you know, a lot of people were very upset when the 49ers decided to exercise his fifth-year option you know, a little while back, and he ended up playing this season. And I thought he did a really, really good job. Uh, McGlinchey did a, a good, serviceable job, and now he's one of the top offensive tackles on the free agent market. You know, and if you go to Spot Track, they'll tell you what his market value is. Um, his his market value is is pretty significant. You know, we saw Lakin Tomlinson leave, you know, for a pretty good amount of money, you know, last year. Uh, the contract that they're expecting him to get right now, four years, forty three million dollars. Uh, that's pretty good. Ten point seven million average salary it is pretty darn good. So I think that you know uh, Mike McGlinchey is definitely worth a lot of money. Is one of the best ones out there. And some of the other tackles are probably going to get extensions before they ever even hit the free agent market. So it could be smart for the 49ers to 
get Mike McGlinchey signed before he actually ever becomes a free agent. He becomes a free agent once the new year league or new league uh, year starts a little after March in the, in the middle in the month of March, he's going to get his free agent uh, ability to go out and contact other teams. That's not what you want. If the 49, if you're the 49ers, McGlinchey was mentioned or talked in the press, a little presser with some of the media and said, he'd be willing to take a little bit of a hometown discount. Uh, but he also wants to make sure that he makes that money. So I think McGlinchey is one of those ones. And what do we know about Mike McGlinchey and why the 49ers have to entertain the possibility of bringing him back? I think, number one, he's one of the best run blockers from the right tackle position in the entire league. Uh, number two, tackles are just hard to come by. You look around the league, and yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, but finding a, a guy that can be a running mate for Trent Williams at this price is going to be difficult. Uh, you pay for what you get. So if the 49ers are looking to get a upgraded offensive tackle, they're going to have to pay for that upgrade. You could look to go to the draft, potentially get someone there, or maybe get someone that hasn't stepped into their own yet. But do you want to run the risk of having somebody playing offensive tackle you know that doesn't meet the expectations or isn't as good as Mike McGlinchey? I think it could be a tall order asking a young rookie to come in, especially with the 49ers not picking until around pick 100 in the 2023 NFL draft. They did get Spencer Burford, and Burford you know, was a fourth-round pick, so he's plus 100 in the pick department. Uh, but that's not the norm for an offensive lineman picked in that range to step in and start. But Burford did a good job. Uh, does that mean that potentially the San Francisco 49ers could make some move where they re-sign another free agent and then push Spencer Burford out there to right tackle? Uh, they definitely could. I mean, that's something they could look at doing. I don't know if they're willing to do that after playing Spencer Burford an entire season at right guard. I think they would love to leave him at right guard. I think they'd love for this offensive line to have a second year together with chemistry. Uh, but the big piece, the the number one piece is Mike McGlinchey. And, you know, signing him to a deal uh, that that works for both teams, and he's probably going to get close to $15 million a year. Uh, but you can work that contract the way we've seen the 49ers do, and you can have, you know, a little one-year contract built into it so the 49ers can get out. Uh, also, you know, a lower uh, pay early on, and as the, you know, the salary cap keeps expanding, it can kind of withstand some of what Mike McGlinchey is going to get. You want the average salary to be a certain amount. So the way you get it done is on your own, uh, you know, way and department and Parag can handle getting any of this done. So I don't think it's out of the question. McGlinchey could come back as far as a financial standpoint, as far as a football standpoint, would love to have Mike McGlinchey back. I just don't see the upgrade out there. I don't see a player that makes a lot of sense for the 49ers that they could bring in and he could play, you know, at a, at, as good as McGlinchey or at a higher rate for the same amount of money or less. But with that being said, bring back the guy you know, the guy that understands your system, the guy who played really well down the stretch and roll with Mike McGlinchey. I don't know if you agree with me on this, but uh, it's kind of where I stand on McGlinchey. I hope the 49ers are able to bring him back and keep some consistency on that right side. I think it would be good for him. I think it would be good for Spencer Burford. Next up is Jake Brendel. You know, and you... Who would have thought going into the season that we'd be discussing getting Jake Brendel uh, signed, sealed, and and back in the starting lineup? I think there are some question marks about Brendel uh, as far as you know whether he is going to be the ultimate starter in 2023 uh, because the 49ers have win a couple of routes in trying to find the the center of the future. Now, 
Normally, you would think Daniel Brunskill would be a part of this conversation, but after listening to Chris Furster, the offensive line coach, talk during the season, he discussed that Daniel Brunskill is not a natural center and that it's actually a real struggle for him to play center. So could he be a backup? Yes. Uh, but I don't think that they value Daniel Brunskill's center ability over Jake Brendel. I thought Brendel got better during the season. Tip of the cap to that guy. Uh, because he was struggling for you know the early part of training camp and even into the preseason, but he put it together, and I felt as the season got went on, he got better. Uh, do I know? Do I think he's a you know a, a top starting center in this league? No, I do not. Do I think the 49ers need to find an aggressive way to continue to find someone that's better than him to play the center position uh, as the you know season moves on or as the off season moves on? Absolutely. And do they? Do they already have that guy? Uh, Nick Sakel is a guy that they drafted. They are open about the fact that he could potentially be a center prospect. Chris Furster talked about the fact Zakel was getting some snaps. They were starting to prepare him. That's what he's going to be doing the entire offseason. So Nick Zakel, intelligence-wise, is there. We know he played tackle, but he's moved inside and played guard and center during training camp and during practices. So Nick Zakel, potentially... Uh, could be somebody that could come in and start at center. Also, Jason Poe, who they're going to take a look at as well. Spent the entire offseason on the on the practice squad, mostly playing guard, uh, but does have ability to play center, quickness, uh, short area strength. There's lots of things to like about both of those guys. But I think either way, you have to bring Brendel back. You got to bring Brendel back. It's not going to be very expensive. He loves Chris Furster. They spent time together in Miami. He knows this inside and out, this offense. You bring him back. If Nick Zakel beats him out, Jason Poe beat him out, fantastic. You've upgraded the position, but still have a very reliable backup in Jake Brendel. And if Brendel is still the best while the other players are developing, you know you've got an adequate center to go in there and continue to develop alongside Burford, alongside Banks. Uh, having that middle battery be really good together is very important. And those two guys are used to playing with Jake Brendel. Another free agent for the 49ers is Daniel Brunskill. We just talked about him with the center position. Of course, he started at right guard uh, in 2019. He played both tackle positions for both Mike McGlinchey and, um, and Joe Staley. And he did a very fantastic job. He is by far one of the most versatile offensive linemen in the entire league. He can play all five positions. So having him on your football team is good. Was he very expensive this year? No, this was actually the most expensive he's ever been. He was $2.4 million. Now the question will be, can he go out there and find a starting offensive line job? If he can, the, the odds of the 49ers being able to hold on to him are not very good. If other teams are looking at him to be a backup as well, the 49ers can definitely work out a relationship to keep Daniel Brunskill in Santa Clara. Uh, he's been with Kyle Shannon in Atlanta. He's been with the 49ers ever since he went out of the AAF. So there is a nice relationship there between those two. And plus, I think the team very very much values what he brings to the table, his versatility to play all five positions. Having him as a six offensive lineman is perfect. I mean, that was one of the things. Burford goes down with an ankle this year. You don't miss a beat. Daniel Brunskill in. Banks goes down with an injury. Don't miss a beat. Daniel Brunskill's right there to fill it. Uh, there were seamless transitions because of Brunskill's versatility. I think those are very important. So I think Brunskill will be a priority. I think they would love to bring him and Brindle back. They're both going to be cheaper options, but options that you know you can count on, especially while you continue to bring young players along. Speaking of young players, Holton McKivitz is going to be a restricted free agent. The likelihood of him going is not... Not very good. Uh, you know, an offer sheet. He's not going to get a big offer sheet from another football team. 
but it was just a couple years ago that he made it all the way through waivers and ended up on the 49ers practice squad. Has he much improved from that? Yes, he has. Could he be in line? You start at right tackle. If Mike McGlinchey leaves, yes, he may. That's how important it'll be for the 49ers to bring Colton McKivitz back as a restricted free agent. I think they're going to do it. He's going to be a part of this team. Uh, so the 49ers are, are going to look to probably retain every single one of these guys. I think the big question will be Mike McGlinchey. And if Mike McGlinchey does move on, whether it's because the 49ers are priced out, like in the Lake and Tomlinson situation last year, or if McGlinchey, you know, just decides that he wants to go somewhere else, uh, then you're looking at Colton McKivitz battling with potentially Jalen Moore and Spencer Burford for that right tackle job. You might throw Daniel Brunskill in the mix, but that's when it starts getting interesting and hairy. But I will say this. Chris Forrester has earned my respect as an offensive line coach. He's been able to pull rabbits out of his hat. 2021, Tom Compton was the starting right tackle going into the playoffs. Did he play great? No, but he had a stretch where he played really good. So I trust Chris Furster, the way he evaluates and the way he puts certain players into the scheme. I feel like they've probably developed a Colt McKivitz and I've seen him get better, you know, from the early on the 2021 season um, until now he's gotten so much better. The likelihood of him being able to step in and play pretty admirably are good. Uh, so the 49ers could have some changes and I think it all starts and hinges on Mike McGlinchey. If Mike McGlinchey leaves because they can't figure out money, Warriors will have enough money to sign the rest of their offensive line and they'll move forward that way. If McGlinchey stays, uh, then which one of these guys, you know, will they be, have to give up? Uh, hopefully none, because I think this offensive line is good. And if we can keep chemistry and keep the five starting guys together uh, the way it went this year, especially with young guys like Banks and Burford, you think that the only thing the Warriors could do as far as on the offensive line is get better. It was already a top 10 gr uh, group this year. Well, pretty excited about the 49ers offensive line and who they got. And, you know, the depth wise on this football team, you got some young players that are going to be able to step up. We talked about Colton McKivich, but also Jalen Moore is going to be a player to watch. He struggled in Denver, but then bounced back in his next opportunity. You have Nick Zakel. He could potentially be a starting center here in the next couple of years. Jason Poe got awarded an award for being the best, you know, one of the best offensive linemen uh, on the scout, uh, scout team. So he's done a very good job. This team is built through the offensive line. They've got some other interesting guys as well, you know, that they've brought in along the way. So I'm excited about this roster and what the 49ers are doing with the offensive line. We'll see what they do with Mike McGlinchey. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Would you bring back Mike McGlinchey if it gets close to $15 million per season? Uh, let me know what contract you would give to McGlinchey, what is too expensive for you, and what is just right. And would you feel comfortable with Colton McKivitt starting at right tackle, or would you rather be Spencer Burford or Daniel Brunskill? I'm curious what you guys have to say on this topic. And would you bring all these guys back? Are you okay with Jake Brendel coming in and competing with Nick Zakel, or do we need to draft someone? Do we need to sign a free agent? Uh, let me know in the comments section. If you can, like the video. Uh, if you enjoy the content on the channel, give me a subscription. I really, really appreciate that. Continuing the grind, but it's going to be a fun offseason. We're going to go through the positions. We're going to talk about the free agents. We're going to talk about the depth charts. And then eventually we're going to get into free agents around the league. So it's going to be a fun time. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed doing it. Hope you all have a good one. Until the next time, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers.